0: As I mentioned as as we started mass here today, we all sort of hate change and and really um, The gospel today is a really pretty good example of that because you have to realize like when jesus comes into The jewish people's lives that was just everything was different all of a sudden You know the things that he were he was doing Were very different than the things that they were used to doing and that kind of really upset the balance for them And it often upsets the balance for us. I just think about, I mean, I I honestly, um, you you all are very gracious, and, and it's a difficult thing in the world for priests to have to go to new places, but it's also a difficult thing for all of you to have to receive new priests over these different years and stuff. I still remember when I was young, some of our priests stuck around for like a long period of time at the parish, but... You know it's like every couple years you get a new one of me you know a new parochial vicar and then you'll get a new pastor and everything like that so it's always difficult when we have to kind of figure out these and navigate these changes as we go and um but one of the things that's so important that we realize here is that as 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 kind of like the lesson that we learn in the gospel it's just like it's our judgment of the situation that usually starts to go awry in in that in that particular sense it's like all of a sudden everybody's just like oh well was he supposed to come from here or was he supposed to get like you see all the biases and the judgments that come out about the situation that there were some people that believed and then there were some people that were like oh i don't really know and there's some people like well is this going to change because if they change mass times i am going to be really angry you know, I mean, that's kind of like the reactions right there, you know. It was just like, and all of a sudden, what happens is it becomes very self-centered often. It's just like, how is this going to change or inconvenient my life often is the case. And for Jesus, he inconvenienced many people's lives. But then for others, he changed their lives. And so some people saw him as an inconvenience and other people were actually transformed by him. And that was one of the most important aspects of what he does. I remember I was at the Sacred Liturgy Conference um, some years ago, probably about four years ago. And, um, and uh, one of the priests had given a presentation. And it was kind of a brilliant observation. One of the things we hear about King David as well in this reading. And one of the things that we remember from David is that because of his zeal and his love for the Lord, he dances in front of the ark before And sometimes it kind of harkens to mind that we even have different liturgical styles of worship. Sometimes different, slightly different styles in different countries. Even within Catholicism, you know, there are different rites of the church. You know, the Eastern rites of the church in India, India, different different rites of the church that are all still Catholic. And so some of these things are a little bit different, sometimes. But when we come to celebrate the Eucharist, that's still all right worship and there is some sense of flexibility even though we do have our preferences in different things and so we have to kind of be able to hold that in balance that's a really important thing for us to be able to understand and hold in balance and so what happens is this when things are upsetting and difficult that seem to be new that come our way we always have to rely on the firm foundations that are already solidly In place and try not to get ourselves all worked up about the things that are just like thoughts or ideas or conjecture or whatever they might be so what are the things that are solidly in place well the Ten Commandments are solidly in place if you look at the catechism of the Catholic Church that is what we believe those things are solidly in place you know unless that there are are some clarifications and points that we change over there the doctrines and the dogmas of the church are solidly in place. Remember, what Pope Francis says in interviews, or what he says to a news reporter, or on an airplane to somebody, or something like that, those are not doc- doctrines and dogmas of the church. The things that have been solidly affixed, that we have built the deposit, we call it the deposit of faith. It's a deposit because it's, it's a richness It's practically like gold and jewels, you know. We have a great richness in our faith. So anytime those things, pray your rosary. Come to the Mass. You know, look at the catechism. Look at the doctrines and dogmas of the church. Some of the ideas and some of the things that kind of sway and move and things like that, they're probably always going to do that. In fact, they, they are. We just know that for sure. But always rely on the foundational parts of the church, Because the other stuff can just kind of get us upset, and then we find ourselves in these weird arguments with other people. They'd be like, I don't know, you know, what you think, but he seems kind of like, I don't know, this Jesus guy bothers me, (laughs) or something like that. It's like, well, why does he bother you? (laughs) Is it because he's speaking the truth? Or does he bother you because it's going to change something that's just going to affect your life? You know, and that's the thing that we have to kind of be able to discern in our life. But when some of the things that are too um, sort of nebulous to get, get quite a hold of that we don't completely understand, like I said. Ideas and thoughts and, and, you know, and comments and stuff like that. Go back to what you know is good. The rosary. The approved apparitions of the church. The catechism of the church. We have a lot of stuff that stands on very sure foundation. And some things take development and then they're put Into sure terms and ways of belief, but but when things get you upset, we have plenty, plenty to rely on. Uh, You know, none more than what we receive here at the Eucharist. You know, little aspects. I mentioned that tiny little translation change in the very beginning, and it's not a change in translation. It is basically us going back to what the original translation would would have been. Like I said. Instead of one God forever and ever, it just says God forever and ever. Our our Father Carrie and I are going to forget that probably 50% of this year until we get it down, probably so, (laughs) because we're human. But we are always just seeking to get back on these sure foundations, but none is more sure than what happens on this altar, on this foundation, is celebrating the Eucharist of our Lord Jesus Christ. So remember, this is the church that our Lord Jesus Christ had founded. We don't want to fight amongst one another if it's unnecessary. And if you have disagreements with people, remember, that's fine. You can disagree, but go back to what you know is founded on sure foundations and rely on those things. God bless you all today.